This episode of the Samurai Professionals Podcast is brought to you by our proud sponsor, FND. FND, we're more than just clothing. We are the culture, we are the people, we are you. Visit us at FND.com. That's E-F-E-N-D-E-E.com. To save 10% on all purchases, use coupon code SamuraiPro at checkout. You know how like certain things have iconic statues? I can't even tell you what an AMA look like. There you go. I know what an Emmy looks like. I know what an Oscar looks like. I know what a Grammy looks like. Don't know what an AMA looks like. I know what a VMA looks like. (laughs) I I was about to say, I know what a Moon Man is. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I'm saying? (laughs) I know know the awards you get at the the Nickelodeon Awards. You get the blimp. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? And I can't exactly. even tell you what the fuck that shit is. I can't. I, honestly, I can't even picture. I'm, I'm not trying to be funny. I really can't tell you what the fuck we it looks like. know what the like. BET star look like. Sure the fuck do. Don't, don't know what no AMA look like. That's all I'm saying. Hell, we know what the MTV music, uh, Movie Awards look like. The popcorn. Damn, you are absolutely right. I have no fucking clue what the AMA looks like. Nigga, I knew what the... I knew what the... <laughs> I know what the Source Award looks like. I know what the Soul Train Award <laughs> looks like. like. Being real. New Girl, I'm in love with you, baby. And I want Fuck you, you. To know <laughs> that I'm hooked on your body and I'm trying to be yours. How petty are you, dude? <laughs> You are the pettiest nigga alive, I swear to God. <laughs> this is not what we discussed. <laughs> this nigga is tickled like a motherfucker right now. <laughs> this nigga said, okay, he don't want to acknowledge me in the group chat. I know how I'm going to get something out of him. <laughs> She rockin' that shit like There's nothing I can say She rockin' that shit like Alright. He did he wanna ignore me in a group chat? Oh, I got it then. I got something for him. Alright, before the intro. So Frank sent this video of some 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 little young dancer to the tick doing doing some little all the little TikTok dance, the little hip rock shit, the the what they call it, getting sturdy and all that. We ain't nothing but ain't nothing but the It's uh, nothing but bopping. Yeah. And all kind of other dances combined into one TikTok dance. It's like 36 dances we all did in the late 2000s <laughs> that they combined into one dance that they do for 60 seconds. And she was doing it to the dreams, rocking that shit. And Frank was Frank was up fucking set about that. They taking our old songs and, and doing this TikTok dance. Now, mind you, mind you, the, the young lady was, was doing a little thing. But I assume Frank was just upset because she wasn't. She was rocking that thing better than he used to rock that thing. But where would you never answer me? Where did you used to rock that thing 
that you, that you were so upset. Like you seemed so upset that she was rocking that thing the way she was, and you know, not like how you used to. That's the thing. She wasn't rocking that thing. Getting sturdy and rocking that thing is not the same thing. How the fuck? She started with the chicken. Secondly, head. she started with it. First of all, first of all, she started with the little chicken head. Come on, now that's us. The song <laughs> is a sexy song. She's rocking that thing like. What part of the fucking chicken head is sexy? Like, have you not danced to a dance with a girl like that to that song at a party? I have, but I always have found the chicken head dance sexy. I from the lie to you. No, see, you saying that right now because you want to fuck with me. That's all. No, that is. I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm not gonna lie to you. Every girl who really know how to do it well, usually cute. Ugly girls really don't do that that dance well. <laughs> I'm just being honest. <laughs> It's a hard way to start the pod, but <laughs> I'm just being real. We've been going a while, I guess. <laughs> the ugly girls couldn't do it well. They, I just think I'm just being honest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but no, she wasn't doing the dance right. It was like it was a sexy dance, and I'm thinking it's gonna be another TikTok trend, like 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 the what you call like the silhouette challenge or some other shit. So I kind of got excited when the song dropped. And then when she started doing the fucking that stupid ass move like this, <laughs> yo, I wish I could... that fucking oh, head shit. bobbing move where they look like they diving at the camera. It's like, what the fuck are you doing? Oh man, like you are you are killing my mood right now. Hey, speaking of them silhouette challenges. I like them a little too much. Why I found I was cleaning out my I was cleaning out my phone. Why I found like five, six screen recordings <laughs> of the silhouette challenge. If, <laughs> if we be honest, out of all the the sexy TikTok challenges these girls have done, that's the one. I was I, was, I think silhouette is number one. They haven't come out with another challenge that was like sexier than that shit. No, the, the busted. Fucking... The closest thing was the busted challenge. And yeah, the closest thing was busted. Yes, it was that. But Silhouette still beat that out. And then the niggas fucking ruined it because them dudes figured out a filter that if you record the video and then play it back on the filter, it'll, <clears throat> it'll like counteract with the red light and it'll actually show the girl. And some of these women was doing that Silhouette challenge naked. And it's like, damn, like, You got to stay nigga. off Reddit. You got to stay off Reddit. <laughs> I, some perverts on that shit, bro. I'm t- <laughs> you gotta stay off Reddit, ladies and gentlemen. And perverts all those, that are tech savvy, <laughs> way too tech savvy, ladies and gentlemen, and all those in between and outside of those constructs. Welcome to another episode of the Samurai Professionals Podcast, the podcast where two young professionals bring issues to the table and we chop it up. I'm your co-host Marvin, Young Saint, Cuff Daddy, Charles Flex Xavier, That Man Beyond, Dion Slanders, Aegon and Sixty Seconds Targaryen, House of the Dragoons. Gang, 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 and the man to the right of me can only be the same dude from last week and the week before. Quite frankly, I'm half samurai pro, half F and D. So talk nice when you see me. I stay wildin'. I don't resort to violence. I'm, I'm on resorts and islands. Check the ground, fam. In case you thought I was lying. To be frank, I can only be who I say I be. The F and F and D, one half of this POD. Who else but me? It's Frank. Let's chop it up. Let's chop it up. Welcome back from the break. Welcome every all the yeah, listeners. Uh, how's your break? How was your break? What you get into? Oh, it was good, man. Um, <clears throat> it was a quiet Thanksgiving. We didn't house hop. 
we went to my mother's house to pick up the food. She cooked for everybody like she normally do. But we didn't we didn't all gather at one location. We pretty much went and picked up the food and brought it back to the house. And it was just me, my wife, and the kids. Nice, quiet Thanksgiving. Um, kind of binge watched a little TV, played with the kids a little bit, and that was it. Um, it was a good change of pace, though. It was a we. It felt good not to feel like you're being ran into the ground. Oh, we gotta be up early. We gotta get the kids. We gotta make sure their bags are packed. Make sure we got enough diapers. Make sure we got enough formula. Like to not have to worry about all that shit was a breath of fresh air. Okay, I can see that. That's what's up. How about yourself? What you get into? Um. We host. I hosted here at my place. Um, got up. Unlike you, I got my ass up early. Got in the kitchen. You know, made the. So sweet- you had the exact opposite yes. of what I did. Yes, made the sweet potato pies. <laughs> made the made the made the collard greens. Um, oh, opposite, opposite. You cooking and all. Yes, Jesus. yes. Uh, you know, straightened up because you know people coming. <laughs> My sister needed to use the <laughs> ovens for other things she was making. So I had company I didn't necessarily want bright and fucking early. But that's okay. I love my sister. She used to live here. <laughs> it's cool. But it was good, man. Um, family came over. My mom's side of the family came over. And it wasn't like... My mom normally is a... Like I told y'all on this pod, she's a people hoarder. So usually where she hosts, motherfuckers be dropping by. Like, oh, here to get a plate. Da, da, da. Which is usually why I don't like the host. Because I don't... You know, I, I, you don't hey, like strangers. Hey, Miss So and So. Hey, Sister So and So. I ain't never met. Like <laughs> the fuck. <laughs> but um, but um, no, it was just the fam. And then after that, I swung by the old boys' crib. Got to see my siblings. Um, and that was drama free, which is always usually rare, especially with liquor and all sorts of stuff involved. But it was good to see everybody in one place. My brother just got into like a a bad uh, biking accident. So, oh, sorry to hear that. No, no, no. It was good. It's good because he, you know, he done, he done, you know, had the surgery Recovered. and everything. So he's recovering and everything. He was okay, out there dancing good. and everything with everybody. So he, he doing. Oh, good. that's what's up. He doing good. But um, so it sounded like you had a good Thanksgiving. No, nah, man, a lot it was of family, a lot of love in the air. That's it was good. Up. It was good. I didn't get to go everywhere I wanted, but it was a, it was a good way to, to, you know, bring in Thanksgiving without drama. Cause you know, usually Thanksgiving with a bunch of family, you're gonna run into drama somewhere. It's it's inevitable. You know what I'm saying? Especially after liquor start flowing and people got full Ooh, stomachs. Liquor everywhere. So it's that one person that said <clears throat> you could usually see it on a person's face. Like they got something to say, they know they're not supposed to say it. After they had a few cups, now oh, they feel like fuck it, I'm gonna say it, it. So it did something did happen, but but we got it, we ended it and got them up out of there before it can get going. Like, all right, okay, y'all, good. y'all handle that in the truck with y'all Don't handle it out here with the family. Y'all, <laughs> y'all go ahead. Y'all drive safe now. But uh, right. But no, it was good seeing 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 my my nieces and nephews and everything. It was it was overall a, a really good break. Not gonna lie to you. Um, good. Happy to hear that. Did you with all the you know with the extra time? Did you get a chance to see Wakanda Forever yet? I have not. I have not. Frank, you went to see every every white superhero movie first or second weekend. I never knew nah, you. No, no, no. I saw the, the eight, first eight. Wakandan movie the first weekend too. So don't give me it wasn't all white. It was all white and one black one. <laughs> let me let me say my piece. 
Let me say my piece. I gave you weeks to do yours. <laughs> I gave you weeks to, to do your part. Even on the day your son was scheduled to arrive, you begged your wife. I didn't beg. In the I middle of contractions. she obliged. In the middle of contractions to go and sit in one of the worst Marvel movies. We didn't know it was the worst at the time. <laughs> in one of the worst Marvel movies ever. We didn't know it was the worst. I, I, I find it interesting that you can't seem to find time for the black We're going to see it tomorrow. No, no, no. Let, I, gave you a, I gave you enough time. Let me speak now. Let me speak now. I, I see where this episode is going. You're going to fuck with me all episode. You start off with that raggedy ass song. And now this. Sir. You see why they call you the villain? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to put that mask on today. That, that's what fine. What you mean put it on today? It never came off. That's fine. I'll wear it like a badge. A badge of honor. Because guess what? I went, and saw, you go- I went and saw Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. You're going to wear it like the same police badge that Herschel Walker wears. Don't you disrespect me. <laughs> Don't you disrespect me. Not up on, not up on this platform. <laughs> not up on this platform. <laughs> All right. Is it because is it because the hero in this movie is a black woman? You don't support black women now. Oh shit! You playing that card? I just wanted for, for clarity. I just want, I just want <laughs> it to be known that the president and CEO of Building and Envelope Management, <laughs> Building Envelope Management, Envelope Envelope. Anyway. Doesn't support black women. <laughs> F and D doesn't support black women. <laughs> He's slandering the fuck out of my businesses right now. You run a black <laughs> business, but you won't go and support things that so that so many black actors got got a shot in this, and you couldn't even make time. Give them your little thirteen fifty, because you know you're a matinee ass nigga. You don't go late. So you can't give them absolutely. A, you don't give them the extra, the extra, the extra six, seven dollars for a late movie. Why to have teenagers but talking saying, my ear for the extra seven dollars? Uh, okay, okay, but but you don't support clearly. <laughs> it's it's crazy to me, man. As a <laughs> as a black creator, you don't support other black creators. That's wild to me. You realize it's too late to even talk about the movie on the pod. We are a culture and society podcast. We you you we can't even talk. No, hold on now. We can't even talk about it on the pod because so much time has passed. The culture and society have moved on from it on the pod. The pod world has moved past it. We can't even talk about it anymore. Oh, last time I thought we was comedy. I didn't realize we was culture and society until yesterday. That's a shame. That's a plum shame. You have failed BEM. You have failed F and D. You have failed your wife and your husband duties by forcing her to go and see of all movies, Thor fucking four. With them loud ass goats and shit for no fucking reason. Did you really have to make the noise? Yeah. That's that's how annoyed I am. <laughs> but you can't make time to see Wakanda forever. I'm going to see it tomorrow. You That's failed in your responsibilities as a father to to, to, to black Jesus daughters, Christ. to black daughters, Frank. 
This is the first black female superhero movie of its kind. And you couldn't support that. I'm gonna support. Nah. You've been, Frank, you've been gonna support for days now. For weeks now. I've seen the movie a multiple a multitude of times, and you haven't seen it once. Cause I support black businesses. I support other black creators. You don't support Kodak? I support Kodak. He's on my he's on my playlist. The Samurai Professionals playlist is on mine. It's on my Apple Music, sir. <laughs> I support. I don't know, bro. Oh no, you know a lot. I don't know. Cause, cause you know a lot. It, you said a lot. It's like you don't want your daughters to see people who look like them in these roles. Like it's like you don't support anything that would help enrich their lives. That's crazy. My daughter's got Disney Plus. They're gonna see it on TV. Yeah. They're not, they're not going to no theater to see it. It's all right. But they're gonna know that their father didn't do shit to support it. He just let the shit come on for free that he was already paying for. For free, nigga. I pay monthly for it. You failed your responsibilities as a samurai professional. I give you that one. You failed in your responsibility as a partner to me. I give you that one too. You failed in your responsibilities to these listeners. Tito will forgive me. He not even black. <laughs> of all the listeners you gonna call out, do you see? Do y'all hear? Do y'all hear who he's worried about? Not even your ears. He's worried about Tito. <laughs> That's your where you stand, boy. Oh, sound like my wife's song. Most importantly, you failed yourself. I give you that one too. I give you that one too. That's probably the biggest one right there. Let's let your wife come in. I did want to in. see it open the weekend. No, that's fine. Let's let your wife come in. That's fine. Take all the babies? Go help her. No. Sweetie, Marvin want to talk to you. What did I do? <laughs> <laughs> hey, why? She's bringing me to the table. <laughs> and, oh, I'm, and I'm bringing. I'm being yeah, brought to my face, right? No, we're not recording a video just yet. Okay. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? How are you? Good, good, good. How are you? I'm I'm blessed and highly favored. I, I want to apologize on behalf of Frank that he forced you on the day that your son was scheduled to arrive to go see a horrible <laughs> Marvel movie. A horrible you know, Marvel movie. I actually movie. still want to go and see it. I actually still want to go and see it because it was somewhat funny. I mean, that's one thing that Thor, Thor, right? <laughs> that's one thing that Thor is good at. He's good the, at making jokes. And <laughs> the worst part is there was a black movie that came out a month ago and he has yet to find the time. Black Panther oh, Wakanda you're talking forever. About Black Panther, I know. We've been trying. I think the issue is it's four hours long and trying to find time to drop off the kids and just being considerate to the family that they have the kids during the week. I think that's the problem. It's like we always want to make sure that we're being considerate. Having two kids, we could have been like, okay, we dropped them off to one parent during the week and then on a the weekend, let's drop them off to the other. But now we got three kids. It ain't two anymore. It's three kids. I hear you. I hear you. All that shit cute. But hear me. <laughs> <laughs> but hear me. Though. 
I've, I've seen each. I've seen each of y'all out in the streets, out in the world, going to this birthday birthday dinner here, this situation there, and y'all couldn't make time for the black creators. Frank runs a black owned business. I told him he's he failed BEM. He's failed F and D. He's failed the samurai professional. He's failed you as a husband for forcing you to go see that white ass movie, and you didn't no, even go see this black movie. But the pro- no, so you have to understand. So when we first started dating, one of our trends that we had was to always go see a Marvel movie. I wasn't into Marvel movies mm. until we started dating. So if he goes to see a Marvel movie without me, he's cheating on me. That's it. And I understand that. I understand that, but that man so, forced you in contractions to go see the, the one of the worst Marvel movies, and y'all can't make time to go see the first black female superhero. We will superhero? this weekend, right, babe? Yeah. This weekend, we got you. We got wow. you. We, we, we're actually going to screen. We'll Facetime you. No, we'll I told FaceTime. Frank. I told Frank if you if he see it after this, it don't even matter. <laughs> I know, and you know what? I was trying to be considerate that you guys were recording today. So I kept trying to find time, but everything just kept falling through. I, I kid you not. I'm like, okay, babe, let's try to see it at this time. Let, we tried to go see it today. I, this didn't work out. <laughs> I told him he failed, yeah. he failed his daughters. Cause he don't want, because clearly he don't want to see, he don't want them to see women in that space. He don't want them to see people who look like them as heroes. Well, why would we take them with us? No, 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 no. They're gonna, even if they don't see it today, they're gonna know that their father never supported you know a what? black female superhero. But are we really supporting the black? Wow. Listen, listen, the higher ups, are they all black? Like, let me know who, who's getting the majority of the money. Well, I mean, the director's let, black, the mo- most of the cast is black. You can count the white people on your hand in this movie. Uh, okay, okay, okay. As, as long as you have the facts, then you're right. I'm gonna just, if I'm gonna just say that. I, and I, I told Frank I am disappointed in him. I'm not disappointed in you. This, like you said, it's not even really your thing. You just support your husband. Yeah, but it is my thing now. Like I know not to get up until after the credit show. Like I'm not one of those that's like, all right, let's go. No, 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 no. Like what you getting up for? Sit your behind down. We still got more to see, and then you can get up and go. So I'm, I'm a Marvel fan now. Like it's not okay. just for my husband. Okay, but we will go and see it. We will go. And I mean, see I hope. It. I mean, we'll we'll do that maybe on maybe off mic. But I just think for the listeners, he's failed to... Because, li- look, it's been a month now. They don't even want... They don't want to hear about Wakanda well, listen, no I'm more. I'm going to stick right beside him. He didn't fail anyone. He did not fail hey, anyone. I'm sticking and you, right and beside him. And you stick right beside him. You stick beside him. That's my baby, though. Listen. Look, I understand. He, he, he's had a very tough week, and we, we're just trying to get through the weekend. We're hoping to have an enjoyable date day tomorrow. Not just a date night, but a whole date day. That's so. good. That's good. And y'all going out of town, right? Okay. Yeah. Good. Yep, yep, yep. So, and honestly, that's the only time that we've been finding to just have our own time. Because when we do try to go out, it's because we know, hey, we're going to celebrate someone else or this is a major event. So we're still trying to maneuver through and get to our own time. But most of the time when we do have our own time, it's out of town. Okay. <laughs> he rolled his eyes. I'm gone. Okay. Let me get my stuff and go pack my bag. Okay, I'm leaving. That's fine. <laughs> the way she had to sit up here and cape for you. Once again, another female superhero out here saving your ass. <laughs> and you can't support the one on the big screen. That's a shame. 
Let, who let it be known? <laughs> now that I finished bringing Frank to the table about all his transgressions over the last over the break, um, let's get into some topics. Uh, during the break, while we were while we were out enjoying life and and being with family, um, a picture of Jerry Jones dropped that I believe what what state was it? Arkansas. In Arkansas, which isn't shocking, but a picture of Jerry Jones in his primitive years back in like 1957. Um, he was roughly 14, 14 15, 15 years photo. old. Yeah. Uh, there's a picture of him standing with a number of other young white men there to protest against desegregation. So it's a picture of four or five black students walking into a fully desegregated school for the first time and him and his compatriots doing whatever yeah, it is so, that they're doing. Yeah, it's a photo. No, no, they're mobbing up on them. That's what I said they're, they're doing. protesting. I said they're protesting. No, no, no. We're going to do them how they do us. That was a mob. That wasn't a protest because when we protest, they call it a riot. So we're going to play the same game they play. They was mobbing up on the black kids. You, we going to say that. This got revealed. Um, there was an article that dropped. I want to say it was Wall Street Journal that dropped the article. And, yes. And I watched some of the most prominent black sports sports commentators cape for this man. And it was pushed by the wayside. Never heard nothing. Like it was maybe made the news cycle for 48 hours. Am I stretching it? I think you are stretching it. I don't think it was on the news cycle no 48 hours. You giving it a lot of grace by saying that. And it was quiet, crickets. Um, all while we've blown up some of the other small transgressions of of some Kyrie of Irving. prominent black people. But I'm gonna I, I don't speak to it well enough. I'm gonna play a clip. Um LeBron James after his press conference had something to say. Regarding it, I'm going to play a clip and uh, we'll talk after. Uh, I got one question for you guys before you guys leave. I was thinking when I was on my way over here, I was wondering why I haven't gotten a question from you guys about the Jerry Jones photo. But when the Kyrie thing was going on, you guys were quick to ask us questions about that. Um, Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. And I don't even want you guys to say nothing. When I watched Kyrie talk and he says, I know who I am, but I want to keep the same energy when we're talking about my people and the things that we've been through. And that Jerry Jones photo is one of those moments that our people, black people, have been through in America. And I feel like as a black man, as a black athlete, as someone with power and a platform, when we do something wrong or, or something that people don't agree with, it's on every single tabloid, every single news coverage, it's on the bottom ticker, it's asked about every single day. But it seems like to me that the whole Jerry Jones situation photo and I know it was years and years ago and we all make mistakes I get it but it seemed like it's just been buried under like 
oh, it happened. Okay, we just, we just move on. And I was just kind of disappointed that I haven't received that question from you guys. Appreciate it. Crazy thing is, LeBron is an avid, very vocal Cowboys fan. Absolutely. LeBron. That's my crutch. Absolutely. But yes, <laughs> he is. LeBron is one of the most famous people in the world. One of the most prominent people in his sport. He is the face of this sport. How is it that he wasn't asked that question? How quickly was that shit thrown under the rug? Not only is he the face of the sport, he plays for one of the biggest teams in the NBA. He plays for the he so plays for would... the most the most famous team in the NBA. We can say that. That's there's no yeah. The cow no 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 yeah. The Cowboys are the NFL's version of the Lakers. Mm, we're more kinda. we're more successful, but I mean okay, there we go. <laughs> um, exactly, but as far as popularity, yes, yes, they're the most popular team. So you would think the most popular athlete on the most popular team in the NBA. Who's an avid Cowboys fan? I think everybody knows that by now. Why wasn't he asked the question? And honestly, it would have been, no pun intended, it would have been a layup to ask him that question because it's like, hey, you're such a big Cowboys fan. How do you feel about this? Does it change your perception? Like, that's a layup question, and they didn't do it. I like what he said because he didn't go into how he felt about the Jerry Jones photo. He just wanted to point out the discrepancy on Hey, when this black athlete says something, y'all rake him over the coals day in, day out. But Jerry Jones gave y'all some material to talk about and bring to the light and have people address it. And y'all swept it by the wayside. Why did y'all do that? Like, let's talk, let's, let's talk about it. And he kind of left it there for, you know, people to pick up and say, well, the biggest athlete in the world just said this. Now this is a talking point. Now we have to address why we went so hard after Kyrie. And Jerry Jones was in... We have photo evidence of Jerry Jones involved in a mob against black students during desegregation, and yet we don't, we don't talk about it. Literally, a, literally and figuratively, a true picture of racism at its, at its core. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and I'm, not even, could, I'm not even so... Because I understand the signs of... You know, like... It's 1957. It's fucking Arkansas. I'm not shocked that Jerry Jones, a white male of that time, was there doing what was what he was doing. What annoys me are two things. One is Jerry Jones' response to this, which it, it wasn't even denouncing because he never denounced like racism. He never. If it's not he about, he said a whole lot of nothing. He always has. He, what he said was, "Oh, I was there." You know, it was a curiosity. We, you know, we didn't know what was going on. We were just going down there to see what was, what was happening down at the schoolhouse. Who do you think was buying that load of bullshit? And I understand Jerry Jones, big, big. He's the most powerful owner in the NFL. If it don't hit his bottom line, hit his pockets, he don't give a fuck about it. Honestly, he could have put it like this. Jerry Jones could have came out when they asked him about it. He could have easily said, 
I was young. I was immature. I've learned a lot since then. And I apologize for my actions during that time. And walked the fuck away. And people would have been like, oh, okay. He acknowledged it. He said he's changed. You don't have to say he changed. He could still be as racist as all outdoors. All he had to say was, I changed. That change could have meant, yeah, I just don't show my racism out publicly. All he, that's all you had to say. And people would have, you could have, people would have ate that shit up. But was he six, didn't. Yeah, he didn't. It was 65 fucking years ago. We, we, under, we understand that. The human mind can understand that. People using, I'm going to use your, I'm going to talk about your guy, Stephen A. Stephen A, I know he's not your guy, but Stephen no, no, A no. was the prime. Just time out. I'm glad you said that because I want to talk about yeah. him. Go ahead. Stephen A, the prime fucking example of Stephen A is the probably the most prominent sportscaster, black male sportscaster. Yeah. Yes, yes, yeah. he's he's number one. Let me re- take off black. He's probably the most prominent black male sports commentator. Maybe the only other person close enough to him was his former counterpart, Skip Bayless. Right? I would say he's not even black. Don't put race on it. He is the prominent. That's sports what I meant to do. That's what pers- I, meant. Yeah. I oh, did. I say black again when I re- when I reiterate. Yeah. Okay, apology. but that's what you meant. Yeah. 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 He's, absolutely right. He's, he's the, the biggest name as far as sports commentary. And he did. And he did for him what your wife did for you earlier. Is he caped for him? She's married to you. Y'all fucking. You. She got reasons. He ain't got no reason. <laughs> Go ahead. Sorry, man. Stephen A don't have a reason to be like, I, you know, I just, I just hate to see, I just hate to see it like this. I just hate to see people coming after Jerry Jones. He was 15-year-old kid. We can't go after 15-year-old kids doing stuff like that. Like, we just can't do that. Da-da-da-da-da-da-da. Attacking cancel, bringing cancel culture into it as if, the Wall Street Journal brought that up. It, it wasn't something that popped up on Twitter. It wasn't, people weren't trying to cancel Jerry Jones. It was something that was found and it was brought to light. And he could have clearly, simply just addressed it and moved the fuck on. Out of everything that Stephen A did, this is what annoyed me the most. For one, that photo came from the Wall Street Journal. That photo was attached by an article. The Wall Street Journal is a reputable news source. That article that was written about Jerry Jones, it told a bigger picture than just what that photo consisted of. It talked about Jerry's background. It talked about him being a person of influence in the NFL and the current condition the NFL is in with with respects to the Rooney Rule and how African-American players are treated, and so forth. So it's a bigger picture. It's and like, hires. And African-American hires. And minority right. hires, period, across the board. Right. So to break it down simply, it's basically an article about the most powerful man in the NFL, and this is where he comes from. So don't be surprised that he didn't influence these things because his background wouldn't allow him to. That's the bigger picture. Stephen A. took the opportunity to see this photo and talk from an angle of cancel culture in a sense that, hey, this is something he did at 15. Why must he suffer consequences at whatever age Jerry Jones is now, if he's 65, 70, however old he is now? It's like, hey, he did this so long ago. Why are we worrying about it now? And if that article wasn't as profound as it was, if it was just this photo floating around... I wouldn't have been mad at Stephen A. 
But as someone, but as someone who's a prominent figure in sports, you should have told that bigger story. You should have enlightened the people to the bigger picture that the Wall Street Journal was trying to. Shed what light the Wall Street on. Journal was trying to, to should have said lighter, and you didn't do that. I think that was. I think you dropped the ball. One hundred percent. I I find I'm I'm very interested that I'm very interested in seeing what everyone was saying because when I when I saw this clip I saw it I saw it last night before like it started floating around Twitter sometime like eleven regardless of the time when I woke up in the morning I knew that everything on ESPN was going to be to address what LeBron said. As it should. He's a smart man. He didn't talk about the photo. He just talked about the discrepancy. And now you're forced to talk about what you didn't want to talk about. Now, whatever mandate, because I'm one of the people who believe in shit like that, whatever mandate was said to, hey, stomp that shit out and let's move on, now y'all forced to have to lift it and y'all have to address it. Because now all you people mm-hmm. who cape for him, especially those who, who share a similar skin color to me, you kind of kind of speak to it. Now, if you now if you want to stand by what you said, by all means, do that. I don't give a fuck. Go ahead and do that. But stand on your words. Now, I wonder how many of them backtrack. I saw Jay Will has some shit to say. That's the only person who I saw speak on it. Jay Will, Keyshawn, Max, because it was early in the morning. And that's usually about the only thing I kind of have time to watch as I prepare for work. But I didn't catch what everybody else said. But I'm sure, I'm sure uh, pushback tape had plenty to say. As far as what he had to say about cancel culture... You gonna let the pushback tape thing just fly? Damn, Frank. Y'all couldn't got a chuckle out of that? That's crazy, though. I be supporting (laughs) you on a lot of your weak-ass jokes. You don't give me nothing, Oh, no, no. You're not giving me that. I laughed at them. Now, all your jokes this episode. I just want to make sure I get this one point out about about Stephen A. I'll fuck with you. Go. Nah. As far as what he had to say about cancel culture, I wasn't mad at him about that. It's who he chose to attach it to. It's like... Out of all the people you could have had this statement about, the way it would have been valid, you chose this man at this time when, when it just wasn't the right time to it wasn't the right time to play that card. It's like you He's he's one of the main ones who were all over Kyrie. And believe me, we said it on this pod, I don't support. Kyrie, Kyrie, Kyrie acted like a dumbass the whole time. You understand the game, and he refused to play it. And I get that, whatever. But you knew what you were doing, so he he reaped those consequences. But Stephen A. was all over. Kyrie need to be suspended. This, this, and that. Da 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 da. da. I'm not even I don't I, honestly. Stephen issue with Kyrie. He's been on that man case since what last season, if not the season before that. He's he, he's always had like a bone to pick with that guy. At least from my perspective, that's what it seems like. It I mean, it does. I mean, he has his he selects an enemy and he just attacks him. He did it with with Kevin Durant, he did it with uh LeBron for a time. Um the only reason that he the only reason that he seems so much more supportive of LeBron is because his counterpart at first take, Skip Bayless, was so against, so anti-LeBron. Um, I know you're not allowed to speak about Skip Bayless, and I'm I'm gonna let that I'm gonna let that rock for you, Frank, because I know the Twitter streets are are 
actually, it's a new day in the Twitter streets. You might be able to get some shit off. Oh, yeah. I, did. I, I forgot about that. I called him a hoe, and I got kicked off for a day. <laughs> You've been to Twitter jail. Now, I know it, I know Twitter jail got a new president and all, so it may be different. But, uh... Yeah. Long as I'm not talking about the protest in China, I think I'm good on Twitter. Yeah, chill, chill, chill. And don't fuck up the part. I might, I might even cut that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um... I just find it, I, it's it's so interesting, the things that get thrown. Like, the Brett Favre shit is still nowhere near as big as I think it should be. This man stole from people who needed money the most, stole millions of dollars. And I rarely heard it spoken about. The re- I'm in hopes that the reason we're not hearing um, too much about the Brett Favre thing because it's an open case now. Okay. And that he's going to be, charges are going to be brought to him. So it's like, hey, we can't talk about this too much because things are developing. That's what I'm hoping. That's never now, if that's not the case, before, though, Frank. I'm just being optimistic because okay. okay. if they sweep that shit under the rug, him stealing, it was, it was five, seven, somewhere in that ballpark. Seven million dollars. Something right Seven million dollars from... The people of Mississippi, which is one of the worst states when it comes to to welfare and all that shit, and that shit gets swept under the rug. I'd be that's I'd be pissed off. That's fucked up. The poor people's always is dude. It's expensive as fuck to be poor, and then to have people to have that's rich people steal from you. That's a word. It's expensive as fuck to be poor. It costs and yeah, and so then, much to be poor. Think about it. Whenever like. If you were to do a payment, like if you if you have a credit card, whenever you get bored, look at your entire statement. It'll tell you if you pay the minimum balance, it's gonna take you like something ridiculous, like 19 years to pay off that credit card. But if you pay like three times that amount of the minimum balance that they're asking for, you'll pay that card off in three years. That's a huge discrepancy from 19 years to three years. And a lot of people, they pay that minimum because that's what all they can afford to do. What you pay in interest is way more than what you've borrowed. It's expensive as fuck to be poor. There's something there. Speaking and of- then to have some dude played in the NFL, what, 15 years? Something like that? Made crazy Made money. millions of dollars. Crazy money. Made crazy money. Endorsements and all. S- selling that copper fit and all that bullshit and, and Wrangler jeans. He took seven mil from y'all? Really? It's a whole move. <laughs> I never thought I'd hear you talk against Wrangler jeans. Because you, as a roofer... <laughs> <laughs> Like you, I, 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 I wear Wrangler. I'm not because out of all brands, when you said that, the reason I choke is I'm not gonna lie. I, I they're not the jeans, but they got these Wrangler work pants that are really comfortable. So I do wear Wrangler. I'm not gonna lie to you. The fact that you called me out on that without knowing that I actually own a pair of Wranglers is funny. No, I do know that you. I do know that you. I've seen you in them. That's how I know. Oh, okay. <laughs> but it's 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 crazy to me. Uh, just I don't know, man. It just, that that shit just bothered me, and, and it was crazy. I was like, man, I wish we was potting this week so I could talk about it. Even though I thoroughly enjoyed my break, I'm I'm not not complaining about it. 
But man, it just what the fuck? How how are we just letting it go by the wayside? It, it, to me, it's more his response to it, Jerry Jones' response, and the response of of media as a whole. But I saw the Stephen A. clip first before I got an understanding of what the article's about. So when I saw the Stephen A. clip and people was calling him a coon and all this, I, I'm not going to lie. I shot off a tweet saying, look, I don't think he's necessarily ca- caping for Jerry Jones. He's speaking on it from this aspect. So I shot him some bell. I, I looked at it from a different angle. But after I found out what the article was saying, and I'm like, damn, you as a uh, as a professional in the news news outlet sector, and you not cover the entire picture because I thought it was just an old photo, somebody going through you know some news archives or some shit, posted the photo, and now everybody's just talking about the photo. That's what I thought originally, but when I found out that the photo was attached to a Wall Street Journal article, and the article is speaking on such a bigger topic, and it's like, damn, you being a, a sports journalist, you not speak on the, the whole picture. That is some bullshit on your part. But I'm not shocked. It's Stephen A. Smith, man. Um, another thing that I'm not shocked about, I was a little appalled by it, but I wasn't shocked, I guess. I know they sound like synonyms, but I wasn't necessarily shocked. Um, no, not synonyms. Close enough. Yeah, close, I guess, but <laughs> semantics. Semantics. Look at Frank. Synonyms and semantics. <laughs> that boy. <laughs> um, that boy came back ready for the for the after the little two weeks. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, bro. I miss you, man. I've been waiting to get on the pod with you. Hey, man. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. I'm not gonna say I miss you because I did. Um, Balenciaga. I know you did. The way you uh, got on me at the beginning. You was waiting on that shit. Pause. <laughs> you can you can pause that whole <laughs> you can, like, pause that whole sentence. Not even a piece of it. Not even a part of. It. You can just <laughs> that whole sentence. Um. Another thing I wasn't shocked about was this latest ad from Balenciaga. The the ad that which I'm sure Frank will post in the clip, <laughs> but it's the ad where there are children holding teddy bears dressed in BDSM and, and, and got on the, 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 the leather and the whips and that type of shit. If you, the original post for that, ad, if you scroll through it, there's even pictures of certain court documents that are a part of the ad why there's court documents on the table? No, I have no idea. But what we find out is that that those court documents were taken from some sort of child pornography lawsuit that happened to be sitting on a table and be a part of this ad while you have little children, probably under the ages of four, holding teddy bears with BDSM. Why would you think that's a good idea? That shit was wild to me. I was, you know, it's crazy. Where you know, I first heard the story. Tucker Carlson. Where? Just happened to be doing my normal checking out all the news sites because I'm preparing. Right, you just want to hear what the other side I'm is saying. Yeah. I'm preparing for what's to come. Um, I usually try to check in about once a week before we ramp up for for their elections. And 
I'm hearing him talk about it. And because it's Tucker Carlson, I'm like, this motherfucker lying. Let me Google it. <laughs> I look for it and it's like, nah. This motherfucker telling the truth. <laughs> Ain't shit I can say. Ain't shit I can say about it. Cause this is this is what they actually did. They're they're now suing the the production company who put it together for $25 million. And why they suing the company? Y'all agreed to it. I'm pretty they, sure they showed y'all like exactly. That was be my point. You guys had to have signed off on it. You saw it and signed off on it. Right. You came out and was like, hey, this is what we finna do. Y'all looked at the shit and said, okay, cool. This looks good. So we're past the point of you telling us that it was an accident and and all of that. Cause you had to approve it. Right. It, it had to pass somebody on y'all team. To me, somebody from y'all team saw it. Exactly. And at this point, I, I feel like, because this shit happens about once a year. One of the big, the Gucci's, the Louis, the, the, one of the big fashion houses does one of these things like once a year. One of them, they, each of them take their turns on, on doing something outrageous so that everyone can be upset. It's, what do they call right. it? What do they call it? Outrage marketing. Where they, yeah, a couple of years ago, I believe it was Gucci putting the big lips that looked like it was from um, like a blackface yeah. character. They had the big lips on on some of their products. H and M um, did it with the monkey, with the with the little black boy. Right, and I want to say another company had like a noose as part of the ensemble. Like it was something that looked mm-hmm. like a noose on a shirt. Or something. I don't remember which fashion house did that, but yeah, you're right. Every so often, somebody does some bullshit, which has me believing that you did that on purpose. You knew that you could use this production team as a scapegoat. Now everybody's talking about Balenciaga. Yeah, you're going to have a couple people want to distance themselves from you, but now we're talking about you in a way that we weren't talking about you before. Yeah, Balenciaga is one of those. They're top tier. I don't know why these people feel like they need to do these things, but they do. I don't know why they're top tier. I think Balenciaga makes some horrible... Did you see them... um, them, them converses they fucked up and they were selling for like eight hundred, like like eight nine hundred dollars. Yeah, I think, I think Balenciaga. In my honest opinion, I think it's a huge social experiment. I was gonna say that. I'm glad you said it. I'm glad you said you, it. You, you feel the same I agree. way? I agree. Because the shit they put out and put a price tag on is like, okay. So if you look at a brand like Gucci, Prada, Louis Vuitton, you can see quality. And the leather brand. looks like see. quality. The, the yeah, you could see the des- like the nice design. Like, hey, the way this shirt is cut, the way it's supposed to fit is supposed is tailored to your body. It, it, it the cotton feels nice. The the material feels like quality. I get it. Balenciaga, they shit even on their models. It's ill fitting. The designs are fucking horrible. <laughs> like I've seen some <laughs> god awful. The shoes that all the scammers wear, you can't pay me to believe those are some good-looking shoes. But people pay thousands of dollars for them. I don't get it. I honestly think Balenciaga is a brand where somebody at the head of it is like, hey, let's put out the worst shit and see how much we can charge for it, and let's see what people limits are. Let's just keep putting out trash after trash and 
big price tag after big price tag and see if they pay for it. Speaking of trash, do you know they released a, a men's bag that is literally a white trash bag? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think you sent it to me <laughs> some time back. Dude, and I, if I'm not mistaken, the price tag is like a thousand and some dollars. Why the fuck? Bro, I got I to gotta roll a hefty. I got to roll a hefty. And guess what? If you open it, it smells like Febreze. Them the good ones. Balenciaga is on some bullshit. It's similar to what I think the, the AMAs did with the whole Chris Brown, Michael Jackson uh, tribute. Yeah, I don't get that. I, I'm kind of lost as to why they just kicked him off the show abruptly like they that. Didn't, they didn't really give a real reason. Um, a lot of people have... There's rumors all that clicking and clacking. We're going to hear. There's, My bad. I was trying to look for that trash bag. But go ahead. <laughs> there's, there's rumors that they didn't want a convicted abuser doing a tribute to an alleged uh, molester. That is some bullshit. Because that is such a poor excuse. But no, but these are these are just the rumors. They haven't really come out and said oh, okay. anything. Okay. Um and that is Googleable and could have been resolved because these are two of the most prominent people in music. And you would have known that long before you put that together. It wasn't like you just realized well, it- Chris Brown had a court case back in the day, or that Michael Jackson was allegedly this. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just... you, you They did all that just so that people would talk about the AMAs because, believe me, nobody was talking about the AMAs. Dude, Chris Brown is the only artist who people are open to performing Michael Jackson songs. He doesn't have to sing the song. They don't care if he sings the song. We just want to see him perform. dance to the song. We just want to see him perform. He's the only artist that gets that grace. Matter of fact, one of Chris Brown's biggest performances it was when he was to perform Man in the Mirror. This is after the incident with him and Rihanna. So if it's anyone that the that the public would have embraced performing a Michael Jackson song, it would have been him. A Michael Jackson tribute, I believe it's the it was the 30th anniversary of Thriller. Man. So it's definitely something they're not telling us. No, nah, it's it's simply just it's 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 outrage marketing. It's present this to you, take it away, or or present this horrible fucking thing to you, have you get mad about it. So now, nigga, we talking about Balenciaga on the on the pod. We talking about the AMAs. I I I don't watch the AMAs. I don't even care who wins what. It's not even like something that people tout or are proud of. Unless I'm a new artist. And this is my first award. Like, damn, you know, like at least somewhere I'm being accepted. You know what I'm saying? Other than yeah. that, I don't even know it. You know how like certain things have iconic statues? I can't even tell you what an AMA look like. There you go. I know what an Emmy looks like. I know what an Oscar looks like. I know what a Grammy looks like. Don't know what an AMA looks like. I know what a like. VMA looks like. <laughs> I, I was about to say, I know what a Moon Man is. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I know, I know the awards you get at the at the Nickelodeon Awards. You get the blimp. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I can't exactly. even tell you what the fuck that shit is. I can't. I, honestly, I can't even picture. I'm, I'm not trying to be funny. I really can't tell you what the fuck we it looks like. We know what the like. BET star look like. Sure the fuck do. Don't, don't know what no AMA look like. That's all I'm saying. Hell, we know what the MTV music, uh, Movie Awards look like. The popcorn. Damn, you are absolutely right. 
have no fucking clue what an AMA looks like. Nigga, I knew what the I knew what the, I knew what the Source Award looks like. I know what the Soul Train Award <laughs> looks like. Like being real. I can't even tell you. I can tell you what happened at the Soul Train Awards that just passed more than I can tell you anything that happened at the AMAs other than Chris Brown not performing. Yeah, I don't even know right. who was there. I can tell you who wasn't there. Isn't that the bad part? You know what? I could tell you one person who was there. And the only reason I can tell you that person was there because she spoke up on Chris Brown's behalf. <laughs> Kelly Rowland. That Kelly Rowland. Oh, fine. That's ass. it. That's all I can tell you. That's all I can tell you. <laughs> That's the wild part, man. That's the wild part to me. But yeah, that was some bullshit. I mean, I guess it worked. They got us talking about it. I guess. Um, your wife said that that you know y'all only get together for y'all only get time with each other when y'all are going away. So I'm assuming y'all are going away to go be with friends and stuff like that, or right. So this trip is for uh, a close friend of hers. Um, her and her husband are having their first child, so this is their baby shower. So we're gonna go over and support a close female friend. Yes. Okay. Okay. Um. Let me ask you, are you cool with your wife having male friends? Yeah, she has male friends. Are you cool with your wife having male friends that were friends before you? Because you don't... It seems like her male friends are y'all couple friends. No, no, no. Um, The DJ at our wedding, that was a male friend before us. Before we became a couple. Okay. What if they they wanted to, like, go to the movies or something like that? No, see, the... That's see, that's where it stops. So <laughs> oh, wait, there's okay. there's boundaries. Like the same way I have female friends that I might have hung out with before my wife got in a picture, but once the relationship starts, like there's boundaries and understandings that need to take place. So as far as like quote unquote friend dates, that that if you went you're the to one putting a date, on, you're the one putting date on it. Like friends can't just hang out. Nigga, it's a date, bruh. How Just is be- it a date? If I eat chicken tenders and fries <laughs> at 8 a.m., nigga, it's still a lunch meal at 8 a.m. There's no way you're going to look at that chicken tender and fries and say it's breakfast, although I ate it at 8 a.m. It don't work like that. It is what the fuck it is. Wow. You don't feel like that's <laughs> closed-minded? Two friends can't just go to a movie and it just be a movie? It could be, or it could be more. You don't trust your wife? That's what I heard. It's not. I don't <laughs> think it's... I'm no, that's you, a good question. I'm watching you look for the words. You, Frank is literally looking in the sky, trying yeah, to find the words. I, I wouldn't say is you don't trust your 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 partner when it comes to that. It's more so... Your partner not respecting boundaries that the both of you put up in a relationship. I'm I'm not arguing about respecting boundaries because I believe if a, a, a boundary is set in a relationship, it should be respected. That's not what I'm saying here. But I'm saying why is that a boundary in the marriage? Because it's an if, intimate if, moment. How is it intimate? We just go into the movies. It ain't like, hey, we finna go watch a romantic movie. We're going to watch Fast and the fucking Furious. 
Why would why would it need to be an intimacy intimate moment? Intimacy is a range. Intimacy doesn't necessarily mean touching a sex. Intimacy, it could literally be alone time. No touching of just you and another person just engaging one-on-one. Y'all could do that in a public setting. Y'all could do that in a private setting. We could do that over it's the phone, intimate. Frank. Like, if it's intimate... Exactly. Exactly. You could do it over the phone. That's why calls with friends don't happen at unreasonable times of the day. You're not going to see most couples chatting up their... Their friends eight nine o'clock ten o'clock at night, and if they're chatting them up in a day, it's gonna be something like, "Hey, I'm calling you. Catch up. Everything's okay. Life's treating you good. How the kids? All right, cool. Bye." It's not gonna be, "Oh, I haven't heard from you. Why? How you doing? You know, is your girlfriend still cooking that chicken the way you like it? I know that whole thing. It's not conversation. Wait, see, like see that. how you see how you making it a caddy situation? You making it a uh like like she talking against his girl? What if they just supporting? What you mean, just supporting? Like, what if it's like, oh, how that would have been the, in scenario one. How are you and how are you in the how are you and your girl doing? Oh, that's what's up. It's good, happy to hear. Da 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 da. What if it ain't? Hey, that would have been in scenario horrible. one. That would have been in the quick conversation. Hey, how the kids doing? How are you and uh, Tiffany doing? That would have been that part. We can't have long the conversations. The second part. Say what? We can't have a long conversation. What's the limit on what's the limit on the conversation I can have with my female friend just because she's married now? I can't have a what's the limit? Uh, no more than 15 a, minutes? I can I can't talk to my friend no more than 15 minutes now. No, there's no time limit. Nobody's sitting there with a stopwatch. It seems like. But okay, you have a female best friend, do you not? Mm-hmm. The moment you get a girlfriend, I guarantee. Out of respect for your girlfriend, you are not going to talk to your female friend as much as you talk to her right now as a single man. Here's the thing, though. Go ahead, lie. Just in case your future girlfriend is listening, go ahead and lie. No, no, no. It's fine. I I have no problem saying what I'm about to say. Here's the thing, though. I'm not really a phone person in general. I'm not even really... Here's... You and me. We're friends. We talk as much as we do because of this. Other than that, it's still love when I see you, but I don't talk to you. I don't talk to I don't go out of my way to talk to a lot of people every day. So when we do talk, me and my best friend, when we talk, we'll talk for probably about a good hour. But we catching up on shit that's happened all month. <laughs> like I ain't heard from you since then. Yeah, talk okay. Once you know what I'm saying? I'm not saying we fine. gotta talk every fucking day, but even if we do, I don't think it should be a problem. Like I, I should be able to go to the like if me and if me and my friend have interest in something, but she's married and her husband's not interested in it, I should be able to go. We should be able to go in enjoying that interest and not have it be an issue. Alone, just y'all two. What's the problem? The intimacy. I said that. It's already. not intimate. It's not intimate it is at intimate. all. Yes, it is. You spending one-on-one time with a person is intimate. Okay, so say what if what if I'm just as much friends with with the husband as I am with the wife? Like what if we're all then just y'all as three close? three better go out or the four <laughs> y'all if... What if you don't have any interest in it? What you mean? Like what if you have any interest in what we're about to go what we're about to go do? He got to show support to to his wife that <laughs> He, he got to show support. <laughs> Simple as that. I just I just find it interesting when I because I understand I respect the if people are married and in a relationship outside of this like outside of like my super close friends like if people are in a marriage and in a relationship I don't really at the eight o'clock 
You're not going to hear a peep from me. I might send you a meme on the gram. We ain't going to be texting on the phone. Because I understand that's your, this is husband and wife time. This is probably the time where y'all actually get to see each other and be human beings. I don't like to interrupt that. I, I respect that. Especially if you got right. kids. Kids got to go to bed. Y'all probably, you can't even be Frank, who's not a father, until about 8, 30, 9 o'clock. Then you get to be Frank, who's lucky. the husband, and maybe Frank, who's just a person without the responsibilities of the other beings that he pushed out of him. You know what right. I'm saying? So and I don't res- have until maybe 10.30 at night, you, maybe. You feel me? But I understand and respect the sanctity of that, right? Right. But I should be able to have conversations with my friends and, and hang out you with my can, friends. But it has to be done with your partner in mind. And what that person would feel is too much or okay. That's the thing. Communication is key in a relationship. And we've said this in our earlier episodes. You have to understand what your partner is comfortable with. And you have to be comfortable with what your partner is comfortable with. So me having female friends, I know my wife wouldn't be comfortable with me talking. It's all about boundaries, like you said earlier. Right. So I put it like this. Like me and you have this podcast. If if I if you were a woman, or if I had this podcast with a female friend, I don't think my wife would have an issue because she understands this is it, we're serving a purpose. We're doing this for content. This is and not lit. Now, if we had this podcast with a with the with, if I had this same podcast with a, a female friend. And we talked about porn as much as me and you talked about porn and shit. First of all, this that would be, I know, but, but it's the truth though. It would be a problem. You know what I'm saying? So, or even if we didn't have this podcast as much as me and you talk weekly, we talk on this podcast, we're probably recording on average an hour and a half to two hours weekly. If I was spending that kind of time with another woman weekly, that would be a huge issue. In your marriage. Because like you heard on my wife, like my wife said earlier in the episode, especially with having three kids, it's hard for us to have that intimate time with one another. So that is two hours in that week that she can't have with me. And that is tough. Because again, sometimes we get an hour to ourselves a day. Sometimes it's 30 minutes. Sometimes it's no time at all, literally. Like she'll be at work all day before she gets home. I have to leave to go get the kids. And then once I get back with the kids, it's putting the kids down. Then she gets sleepy. She goes to sleep. I'm still up. I got to, you know, prepare for tomorrow's day. Like, we never have a one-on-one time. I get it. I'm not even arguing. I'm not arguing, you know, that you should have all this extra intimate time with someone. What I'm saying is if you trust your wife and you trust her own discernment, to not put herself in any bad situation like that. Like let's let's talk let's talk work husbands and and work wives. I know you yeah, I know you I know you you're, you're not for that. But um <laughs> help me understand how is how is that any different from her homeboy at the job? First of all, the title alone is I had to put in serious work to earn the title of husband. And you mean to tell me because this nigga get paid by the same person you get paid by and he made you laugh a few times, he's got that title too? You don't want somebody to just make sure that your wife is straight at the job? Make sure she good, keep her coffee hot, 
Bring her food. I call her. I, I I tell her if she's straight or not. She good. She at work. She happy. She good. She don't need you to you tell her. You're making it like good. it's a workplace romance. It's not even a. It's not it even. It is. It's not though, Frank. It's a. It's a friendship. Sometimes you, you've never worked at a job and you just been close with somebody at the job. Like y'all get each other. Y'all ever be in a space where y'all don't even gotta speak. Y'all just look at each other like these people crazy. Like that type of friendship. That was sexual tension every time. <laughs> I said, that was sexual tension every time. You fucked all of those. <laughs> That's what you said? I did not say that. <laughs> I'm just saying that was sexual tension every time. Really? Okay. <laughs> Speaking of workplace romances, have you had one before? Yeah. I'm not talking Miami about- Miami Dade. I re- what happened? I remember Miami Dade. Oh, Miami Dade. We got <laughs> We wasn't like we didn't have sex or anything, but we got caught by another coworker fooling around. It could have went there, but it didn't. She caught us. She opened the closet door. Okay, so y'all y'all got into the closet door, which y'all was about to get. Y'all was about to get in. Y'all was about to get active. It wasn't planned though, right? So <laughs> that's when it. That's and that's why it'd be fun. But go ahead. <laughs> so <laughs> we had like this closet that had like all the supplies and snacks. And it just so had it had condoms in there too, so it had everything. She went in there to grab some. <laughs> she went in there to grab some supplies. My fast ass plotting w- walked in after her, thinking, "Okay, I'm gonna air quotes help you get the supplies." Again, I'm work husband. There's sexual tension there. So while we in this closet, work husband or y'all was you was trying to fuck? That's the difference between being because a work husband ain't really all. It started off as just well, we cool, we kicking it, and then some. You know, you get a person to laugh a few times, and you realize, okay, she kind of liking me. Then you start looking at them different. It's like you know, she she kind of (laughs) straight. I wonder what a coochie look like. You know, that's the train of thought how it works. You 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 basing work husband on the way your mind went. Like, your mind is typical. And as your friend, I'm going to tell you, it's not typical. <laughs> your mind, it's not. So you don't be wondering how your work wife coochie look like? I really don't. <laughs> your work wife ugly? I didn't say she was ugly. Did I say that? Well, you don't wonder what her coochie look like. I can only assume she's ugly. No, nigga. How about... Can she... How about everything... Can she do the chicken head? How about every component... That, no, just answer that simple question. Do, she definitely can't do chicken Okay, thank you. All right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now I see where you connected that. I see where you connected. Okay, but that answers my question. No, she just that, of a different culture. That's no. <laughs> so she just didn't grow. See, up you doing answered chicken it without connecting the dots. So now, don't backtrack now. No, nah, she just she didn't grow do up chicken doing head. chicken head. She just didn't grow up. I don't doing care. It. That's all. <laughs> um, but my what I'm trying that's to how, get now at, we. That's going to be the way I'm going to ask if she ugly or not. Can she do the chicken head? You got to, Yeah, she can do the chicken All right, cool. Now we know how she look. <laughs> <laughs> but a workplace romance is different from, from, from work husband, work, work wife, that type of shit. That's different. Workplace romance is what you was talking about. That, 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 because it's something really, it's something But fun. it wasn't really romance. It was just a lot of lust in the air, like. We were young, you know, 18, 19, some shit like that. 
because to me, there's pros and cons to a, to a workplace like to that type of it's shit. It's way more cons than pros. It bro. is. It is. <laughs> way but there more is pros. Cons. Here's 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 here's, a, here's <laughs> an HR perspective for the pros. Right? You ready? Go ahead. <laughs> when you when you have somebody at the job you want to fuck or that you you know you 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 getting it in with a little bit, you you a little extra motivated to be at the job. <laughs> you come to the job. You come to the job. You be you be on time. You on know what time. I'm you you soup. You actually now all of a sudden this nigga went his good shoes to the job. Like this nigga, this nigga, and don't let this nigga get his haircut twice a week now. When did nigga start doing that? And don't let them be in a, 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 another department, but that works adjacent to yours. You you doing your job and you volunteering to do other jobs just so you could be close to that person. No, I get it. I get it. They, but see, everybody sniffs that shit out, though. Everybody, people peep game quick. There's, there's, like I said, there's pros to it. Like you get to see, you get to see your partner all the time. As someone who's been in a workplace romance, you get to see your partner all the time. Like I get up in the morning, I start my day. I really get to spend all day with my partner. Yeah. The your con, waking hours when you are most attentive to shit around you, you're with them. Right. It's a super big, like it's a it's a big pro. Right. The con is you spend all day with your partner. <laughs> like mm-hmm. you spend all your working hours, working daytime with your partner, and then they still be like, what we doing after? Bitch, I was with you all day. <laughs> I saw you from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. That is enough. I'm going home to get on the PlayStation. Like, I've seen you all. You want to do something now? Didn't we have... We went to lunch, right? I ain't bring you back Subway. There's not one question that I've grown to load more than, so what we doing after this? Nigga, nothing. No, 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 no. This is where the road ends. <laughs> no, no, no. What we doing after this could, could be like, hey, I don't want to go home. I'm trying to go home with you. So I ain't, never, I ain't See, got a I've, problem I've with been, <laughs> I've been out the dating game for a while. So every time I've heard it, it's been tied to me spending more energy elsewhere. Like more waking up. Nah, nigga, I'm tired. It's 1030. I'm sleepy as fuck. You ain't see me just yawn three times? I'm going to bed. My day done. Now, now sometimes even the promise of that, uh, 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 the coochie would be like, Man, I really wasn't planning on no Gucci tonight. Like, I really, like, <laughs> I really just wanted to come here and do what we need to do. And then I was trying to, like, really, I wanted to go home and go to sleep. But, I mean, and you got to give her the obligatory, I don't know what you're trying to do. <laughs> if they can't read that, then I, that means I'm not really trying to fuck you today. But since you want it, and I don't want to ruin the stock for a Later days when I really do want it. No, never, never fucking up the potential pussy. We are no, always you can't men are always investing in the stock of potential pussy. <laughs> <laughs> like at all times. We are always let me tell you, we don't you can talk crypto, you can tell me how much the price Google is going for. You can tell me, you can tell me how much Apple is going for. The price of potential Gucci. That PPP, that's a loan I'll sign up for every day. Hey, you ain't never lying, bro. We are always investing. <laughs> just every day. The- just put a little coin. Bloop, bloop. <laughs> put it in the bank. Ain't that the truth? Especially when you're young and you don't get it as consistency. 
as consistent like that, you are not about to fuck that up. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. But you're right though about it about it being because it's that it's that extra action you get when you when you're working with them because it's like, man, everybody gonna leave the room. I'm gonna go fuck. And it's like it's one of those <laughs> taboo things. Like we not supposed to, but we gonna do it, and that's just it's a little that's a little basil. Look, yeah, little, just a little, yeah, a little extra stuff. Gets you dig a little harder yeah. than normally it'd be. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> a little basil on it. Like, we shouldn't be doing this, but nah, go ahead, touch it. <laughs> <laughs> you feel me? Literally. Nah, just, I mean, go ahead. <laughs> but yeah, so we got caught, so it didn't quite happen. <laughs> but if we didn't get caught, I am pretty sure. Yeah, it was definitely gonna happen. Hey, Frank just, Frank yeah. just Frank, hey, y'all should have seen Frank just went back to two thousand seven. Like you should have seen him. I did. I was like, huh. yeah, forgot all about that. Till now we were having this conversation <laughs> about work husbands and shit. It was like, when the last time I was really a work husband? And then that wasn't you being a work husband. That was you investing in potential pussy. Those are different things, bro. That's why I said that. And that, see, that's where you're wrong. Those are different things. That is where you're wrong. It is the same thing. No. It is the same thing. It's not, bro. Dude, all the only difference is, is when you have the title work husband, she's acknowledging your stock. That is it. Every other nigga that's see, trying to make see, her last. See, she, you, she's not acknowledging his stock. She's to, not paying attention. You've been an entrepreneur too long, sir. You've been an entrepreneur too long. You know what I'm saying? You you just been working with you for a long time. You haven't been in the office in a long time. Your office is literally where we where we at right now, talking right now. Yeah. It's not that like you can and have ask me about my work wife here. Am I sleeping with her? Yes. Because yes. <laughs> your work wife is your actual wife. That's different, nigga. It's different, but in the same way. It's not. It's not in the same way. If I'm not trying to sleep with this person, I'm not trying to build super. I'm not trying to build no intimacy with this person. Then that's not what it is, Frank. You. So you telling me the only reason you're, you're not trying me, to do that is because she can't do the chicken head. If she knew how to do the chicken head, you'd have been all on that. Fuck all that. You telling me that you can't have any platonic friends? I can. Work wife and platonic friends are different. There's a clear no, they're boundary not, there. bro. So let's remove so remove the whole work wife thing. You can't. Then y'all just friends, and you can't have friends. You and yeah, your you friends have friends. So we back to the friends thing. You, your wife and her male friend can't go anywhere without you being being present. No. So okay, that's what you said, bro. Like, I'm bringing us back full circle. That's what you said. Okay. Let's paint a scenario where I wouldn't care. <laughs> they they they're both pharmacists, right? They go on lunch break. They go and grab uh some Chick Fil A that's that's right there by the hospital. They have lunch together. I wouldn't give a shit about that. But if it's five o'clock, y'all just got off, and y'all going to Brimstone to get drinks and shit like that, then it's like, okay. Especially if you if you don't even run that past your partner to say, hey, look. After work, but see, here's the thing: you're creating scenarios where your partner is is disrespecting boundaries. What if no boundaries are being disrespected? Hey, babe, me and such and such. But no, that's the thing. We've had a long those, day. We just kind of want to talk about it. Those two scenarios. 
those two scenarios, that wasn't me breaking boundaries. That's acknowledging the boundaries. No, no, okay, no, no. Okay, no, no. it's a lunch break. Cool. You no here. See, you you missed that part in your own story where she goes to Brimstone or wherever she goes to to have drinks, and she doesn't tell you. That's the boundary that you skipped over. That's that's you creating a scenario. Where so she's you said okay. You. So in your scenario, she's calling and making me aware of hey, we're going to have uh, drinks together because that's what a good so partner your- does. Because as a good partner, my job is to make sure that you never feel insecure. You never feel a way about our relationship or your place in our relationship or your place in my life. So before you think anything, babe, I'm going to I'm gonna head over here. Um, I'm going to let you know it and then I'm going to call you when I leave from here. Baseline shit. That's just respect between two people. I think, I, to me, I, I think that's that's justifiable in a partnership. I'm sure your wife does that all the time. It's just that she has made you this, this very jealous person. I don't know what to do with you. She ain't make me jealous. I've been like this. Okay. This is also true. I'll give you that. Fuck. <laughs> I'll give you that. <laughs> As I think back, you have always been this way. <laughs> yeah, nigga, ain't nothing changed. Same dude I was last week and the week before. I say this every week. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga, give me your old school vibe of the week. Old school vibe of the week comes from Nas on one of my, not one of, my favorite album from Nas, Stillmatic. It's the song called You're the Man. It's already been one. Run it again. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to pick a different Nas song. <laughs> Just so you can connect it to your new school vibe. Your new vibe. Yeah, actually, no. <laughs> My new vibe is coming from Stormzy. So this one's off of Nas' Hip Hop Is Dead album. Featuring his... I want to say they was married at the time. Khalees. Yeah, they was married at the time. Uh, Never Going Back. What, nigga? This was my what, shit when it dropped. I love Hip Hop is Dead. What, pay, pay, start the car. I was still yeah. living at FIU at the time. Yeah, now what? Get in the car. You was. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. All right, all right, all right. Yeah, but I got him. But I got him, though. This is crazy. Why'd yeah. you just throw it out of the car? This is so stupid. What are you doing? Why are we even out here? Why are we out here? What, what's going on? This is retarded, yo. We got to This is crazy. Never again. What I like about the song, he's rapping about what we tell a lot of celebrities. Um... <laughs> Well, we speak about a lot of celebrities after something yeah, bad happened. Like, why were they back to where they... Like, he worked so hard to get out the hood. Why go back to it? <clears throat> so in the song, he's rapping. He's rapping about the hood and and the horrible things about him. Basically say he's not going back to that shit. So, you can't, something that I would... You can't blame people for that. I know a lot of people, after hearing you say that, are going to probably try to somehow attribute it to the things that recently happened with Offset. Um, things that Right, and that with, uh, um, and that's that's not the case. Yeah, it's, that's not that's not the one. I wasn't saying it with them in mind, or Nipsey Hussle, or anything like that. But true, there there there's some people where their lives are still connected, and it's not a bad way. I'm talking about where, um, like you got rappers who 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 made a decent sum of money, but they would brag about. I brag about things and say, oh, I'm still in the hood with all my jewelry on. Still on the block. And it's, yeah, and it's like, why do that? Like, not even just rappers. Um, uh, uh, what's his name? He runs the podcast with, with Matt Barnes. 
Stack Five, I think his nickname is. But that guy, he was in Chicago and he was like, he was on O Block and he had a, all his dreams. It's like, what's the point of doing that? Like, if you finna go help these people, help. But if you just gonna be there with your jury on just to say like you got street cred like that, like, look, I'm successful, I made it, and these people respect me enough not to rob me. Like, is that really a flex? You gonna touch your gangster at some point? Right, and trust me, dog, the hood is full of people that's hungry, and you looking like a plate right now. Like, just because the four five dudes around you ain't eating off you, doesn't mean that nigga who probably ain't all that cool with him ain't gonna test you. Don't even put yourself in that position. You ain't, you ain't, you ain't lying about that. What's your old school vibe? Oh, I should have had it cued. My bad. I'm being like you today. No, it's all good. I was actually going to let you right. just have rocking that thing, but... uh. <clears throat> <laughs> Ignore this. I... <clears throat> I actually like that. What is that? It's an ad for Bloomingdale's. <laughs> this nigga. <laughs> But that's my type of sound. Like that shit sounded cool. I know. My weird old friends. Um my 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 old school vibe of the week is from the gap band. Outstanding. Oh. This is a good barbecue slash cookout song. This is definitely feel good music. This is right up there with September, Optimistic. What else? Right up there with September, Optimistic, uh, I'm Frankie Beverly and Maze. Uh, yeah. It's just one of those, as soon as you hear it, you get your, your head get a bop, you gotta, you almost, you just gotta get up maybe two steps. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't think I've come across anybody in life who heard any of those songs and be like, oh, cut the shit off, I hate it. And if somebody were to say that, I mean, they'll get death stares from everybody. Like, oh, how could you not fucking like these songs? Even if you don't like the song, you're still going to vibe to it. It's a difference. It's one thing to like the song and be like, cut it off. It's another thing to be like, well, it's not my favorite, but you can let it ride. I'm not going to fuck with it. Got you. You was crazy. My whole life, I had never put together... It wasn't until like probably I was probably like in my thirties that I realized that the main singer from the Gap Band and Charlie Wilson were the same person. <laughs> really? It did hit me. It did hit me. You know, like you ever see somebody when Charlie Wilson first dropped as Charlie Wilson on his own in in our in our generation. I was the like, the first song I could recall was the song Charlie Wilson. Right. When I saw him, I was like. That nigga I know late. him from somewhere. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then my brain was just like, he make old songs for Hot 105. Don't even look it up. <laughs> like, just <laughs> But it was a vibe. Had the same reaction. Some people had the same reaction with CeeLo when he came out with Crazy. It was like, oh, he looks familiar. And it's like, yeah, that's CeeLo from Goody Mom. Oh, he raps? Like, are you, are you, are you serious right now? And see, maybe maybe because that's that's of my generation, I already that connection. I didn't have to make that connection because I listened to right. him up. But for some reason, I never connected the 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 
the Gap Band and and Charlie Wilson as the same person. Charlie Wilson, who also just did the, I hated what they did with the song Yams. Yams, another former new vibe of the week, uh, here on the pod. You know the song Yams by Maceo. Mace- yeah, yeah, yeah. Masego. Masego. Sorry, I said Maceo. That must be like a, a anime character or something. <laughs> but um, <laughs> it sounds like it. it sounds like one. Uh, but I hate what they did to the song because now you got um. What's the dude with the one eye? Sorry, I called him that. But what's the Fetty Wap. Fetty Wap singing it, and and all. But of he it. is the dude with the one eye. I mean, he is, he is. But you know, you don't want to always. It, it's the fact that I said dude with the one eye, and then I cover my eyes so you can see it. But I don't know. As um, if I didn't know what one eye meant. Yeah, right. <laughs> but Charlie Wilson was the one who did it, and I, like when he did it, I was like, man, let's go. Because you can even see, you can even see him say, go really enjoying seeing like an R and B legend. Uh, uh, a pop legend, a soul legend of that caliber singing. Like, you know, if that was your song and somebody was singing it, like, that's crazy. Yeah. What you just said reminded me, um, I was watching a performance of an Afrobeat artist and he was he was doing like a festival or whatever. He had this huge crowd in front of him and his hit song, and he's a young artist, so this is like his first hit song. And uh, the DJ uh, puts it on for him to perform. And he's bobbing. He's about to get in the groove of singing it. But for some reason, he pauses. And the whole crowd like are singing his song back to him word for word. And you can see his eyes damn near like well up. Like I can't even imagine that kind of feeling. To have everybody fuck with your song so much where you don't even need to perform it anymore. They will sing the song to you because they fuck with it so much. I that think, is crazy. And you know what's crazy? I, I think it happened to Summer Walker over the summer when she was at a festival. Yeah. And um, she was, you know, bubbling pregnant at the time. And she's literally sitting down, getting ready to sing. And the song starts. And it's it's one of my favorite uh, Summer Walker songs. And the whole crowd, and she's overseas. The whole crowd sings the song word for word, whole verse. And she just bursts into tears. I can only imagine that's probably the, the only way you could react to something like that. Because, you know, like... Like Erica Badu said, they're an artist and they're sensitive about their shit. And to know that you created something that is probably personal to you and for people to connect to it like that, where it it just resonates with them and they've taken it in and learned your words and sing it back to you. That is crazy. It is, like man. stuff like that is like, I could see why people would want to be an artist, like to try to capture a moment like that. We're going to have that moment one day. But give me a new vibe of the week, man. You're right. So that Nas song did lead to my new vibe. Because I almost forgot about this song. You're right. What's you know me better than I know me. It's supposed to be. It was supposed to be what we agreed to be the 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 starting, the the intro song for the, for the episode. But it was too sweet. Yes. It, it would have been too nice for him. But run it. Is Nas featuring 21 Savage, one mic, one gun. Just playing no bit back and forth, ain't no left or right. 2020. I got King's disease, but I move like a knight. 2020. Rappers bandwagon trying to get some light. You know he was talking about Kodak when he said that. Oh, yeah. That rappers on the bandwagon? 
They must have forgot yeah. that I'm a new rapper that got clout, integrity. Um, he he definitely was referring to Kodak. That's just a place I don't care to be 21, 21. Most of these niggas I think this song is hard. Ahead of me. The beat, uh, the beat is cool. Um, I like the trumpets. It sounds like something you would, like, it, it, it reminds me of something that, it gives me, like, some Frank Sinatra vibes. Like, Which is right up, this beat is up Nas's app, though. You know what I'm saying? It is. It's a good beat, though. It's straight. But I love the fact that in the song, 21 is acknowledging Nas as a legend and he's kind of clearing the air of... But when he said Nas was irrelevant and people kind of took it and ran with it, um, they both did their thing on the song. I mean, all in all, it's a good song, period. Um, still took his shot at Kodak, and that's fine. I don't, I don't care. I just, I, I find I like, it interesting that he took a shot at Kodak, like literally in the third part, the whole entire song. And later on in the song, Nas literally says, if you and Yak get together, it'd be big for the South. Like, literally, in the same song. So the same song you dissing in is the same song the niggas like, hey, if y'all ever, y'all squash that shit, it'd be huge. I, I agree with Nas. I think on the right beat, him and Kodak could make a good song. But then again, 21 Savage, I mean, he's a really good artist. I think he's underrated. He makes good songs with a lot of different people. He made good music with J. Cole. He made good music with Drake. I haven't heard him with anybody, and it was like, oh, that was pure trash. Like, he's really good. He's somebody that came a long way from when I first heard him. When he when he came out at, as a freshman and he said 21 48 times on a song, I was like, 21, this 21, dude 21. ain't all... I'm like, man, this dude ain't all that. And to hear him rap, like, even on this song, it's like, like, this nigga's nice. Like, um, what's the name of that song on that Drake album? Jimmy, Jimmy something? Jimmy Cooks. He killed that fucking song. If you would actually listen to the new album, we could talk about it. But once again, just like Wakanda Forever, you don't have time for that. You just, you just had to bring up old shit, right? It ain't what old shit. About? Nigga, you, you don't, you... I don't understand how you. I'm still waiting. I on was this. listening. I, I just heard this song. This song came out a day ago. I requested you to put together a playlist. Ain't seen shit yet. Oh, you remember that? How the fuck was that? It was the only thing I asked you to do. That was a friend request. <laughs> An actual friend. That had nothing to do with the pod. I asked you to do something because I'm really interested in your ear and music as a friend. And you won't even do that. I can tell you one thing rocking that thing won't be on that playlist. I'm sure it do. I'm sure you be rocking that thing around the house. Oh yeah, rock that thing three times. We'll see. <laughs> That's your best. I have nothing. I have no response to that. You said you rocked it three <laughs> clearly. Times. I just, I, whoa. I got three kids. Rocked it three times. Three for All right, before Frank makes another joke about his vasectomy, let's uh, let's move on. (laughs) Um, I was trying to think of a good one. No, I'm glad that's why I moved on. Uh, So, but when it does, I'm going to spit. It's fine. That shit been spitting enough. Don't let it spit again. (laughs) Let it go. There it is. I did it for you. Let it go. Anywho, um, Meek Mills put out a new uh, mixtape called Flamers Five. And he literally he put it out on Dat Piff, not on the DSPs, not on not on Apple, Spotify, nothing like that. He put it out on Dat Piff. 
I haven't been on that piff in forever. I know, but I I, I kind of like seeing an artist put out a mixtape on a mixtape platform. You know what I mean? But he has a, a his intro to his to his albums. You know that nigga kills at at that shit. He kills intros. Yeah, that's his thing. <laughs> uh this is the intro to Flamers Five. I had a fucking tiger. Philadelphia, Rocky. No, I get it. I get it. Like, as soon as I heard it, I heard the snippet of it a couple weeks ago with just the, the beginning. And I was like, oh, I know Meek gonna kill this. And Meek is killing this shit. Like, like, and I haven't, honestly, I haven't even gotten past. I like that song so much. I have not listened to any of the rest of the mixtape. <laughs> really? I, 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 I just, it's something about that shit was so nostalgic. And, you know, we live on on nostalgia, but it was so nostalgic. It, it connected to Philly so hard, and and we got Rocky at Creed getting ready he to come out. He sounds hungry. He sound hungry again. I'm 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 I, I'm gonna dive into the rest of the mixtape afterwards, but I fuck with this song. I actually was waiting on this song, and it's very rare I, I hear a snippet of a song and I'm waiting on a song to drop. Oh, that's why you was on that piff. I actually go on that piff. Because you knew it was going to release there. Oh, okay. My bad. I actually still go on that piff to hear certain mixtapes. I got certain mixtapes I fuck with that aren't on DSPs. Like, some t- I, I fuck with the Soul Tapes. I think some, the Soul Tapes are probably one of the best mixtape trilogies. Uh, it's right up there with, with Wayne's mixtapes. Like, I, I really fuck with the Soul Tapes. Um, so sometimes I go on there for that. You fill us up there with Wayne shit? Hell yeah. Have you listened to uh. the Soul Tapes? I do, but I just Wayne Wayne's the king of mixtapes. Though I, I I do, but I, I agree, I agree. But I feel like for for but like I go a trilogy on and stuff like that, because like Wayne's mixtapes, what were they called? Um, the drought. You, I mean, you had the drought. You had the drought series. You had the sorry for the wait. You had the squad yeah. ups. You know, I put I put soul tapes. Squad up ups there. was good. That's why I first heard currency on those squad up. Uh, me too. Records. Me too. But I put I put the I put the soul tapes right up there. And then I mean, of course, on that piff, you had some some mixtapes that were good as albums. Agreed. And that's why I go back there. Cause I know because certain things will never get cleared. Like Sahada Prince, the uh 
His earlier projects, that's on that piff. Them shits are solid as fuck. Yeah. But before before uh before this new before Drake got uh so far gone on there, that's where I used to go back and listen to it on that piff. They have the app. I just went back and listened to it. I went back on that piff. Well, before I started listening to that audiobook, I was on that piff listening to that old that 50 cent. Uh it was a good book, man. What the fuck? Uh that 50 cent mixtape. Um Right before he released, I forgot the name of the mixtape. It's the one where he got the gun on the cover, where he's like aiming the gun and shit. Yeah, yeah, I know you don't want to talk about. Right, that and then Lil Dicky's um make uh mixtape was is fucking awesome too. Forgot the name of it. It's that awesome. Um, yeah, they got that Star of David uh, in fire, some shit like that on the cover. Very Lil Dicky. Um, on that note, ladies and gentlemen, and all those in between and outside of those constructs. Wait. I'm going to get hell from the listener if you don't answer her question. Now, I know the question. I promise the listener that we will start the pod next week with it. Just for now. I ain't going to edit all that shit. <laughs> <laughs> we running over the allotted time already. Frank got to go pack and all that shit. I ain't even ate yet. I don't know if Pollo going to be open. We got to go. No, you good. It just, the line going to be long. That's it, boss. But you're going you gonna to be all right. Is that how you ended up at Wendy's? Because you was trying to go to Pollo and you ended up at Wendy's? That's exactly how I ended up at Wendy's. Because I wanted I wanted a Troppy Chop. But I was like, damn, I don't feel like waiting that long. Wendy's, uh, Pollo Tropical line. Ended up going to Wendy's and fucking my stomach Stop up. rubbing your legs. Yeah, I went to Wendy's, fucked my stomach up. But I'm okay now, though. I, I told and I told you. As soon as you told me what you did, I was you like... You told me. You told me. <laughs> I'm going to go get a nap. No, the fuck you not. You about to go sit on the toilet. Nigga, you should have seen me, bro. I, I damn near passed out at the computer. I was so goddamn sleepy. I shouldn't have ate that much for lunch. That's my fault. Nigga, you almost 37 years old. You closer to 40 yeah. than you've ever been. <laughs> like, you got to chill. <laughs> I need I need to relax. I need to stop eating like I'm 21. That's that's my problem. Jesus Christ. Ladies and gentlemen, and all those in between and outside of those constructs, this has been another episode of the Samurai Professionals Podcast, the podcast where two young professionals bring issues to the table, and we chop it up. I'm your co-host Marvin, Young Saint, Cuff Daddy, Charles Flex Xavier, That Man Beyond, Dion Slanders, Aegon and 60 Seconds Targaryen, House of the Dragoons. Gang gang. gang gang. And the man to the right of me can only be. The same dude from last week and the week before. Quite frankly, I'm half Samurai Pro, half F and D. So talk nice when you see me. I stay wildin'. I don't resort to violence. I'm on resorts and islands. Check the gram, fam, in case you thought I was lying. To be frank, I can only be who I say I be. The F and F and D. One half of this POD. Who else but me? It's Frank, and we just chopped it up. You can email us at the Samurai Professionals Podcast at gmail.com or you can hit us up on Instagram and Twitter at the Samurai Pros. Hit us up with any comments, questions, or topic suggestions. You can reach me on Twitter and Instagram at I Can Only Be Frank. And where can they find you, Marv? You can reach me on Twitter, Instagram, and all other social media platforms at Marvin X Adams. Please like, rate, and subscribe on the platform of your choosing. Please. This has been another. Please. We need the validation. Like for my personal, like I go to therapy. I don't have time for y'all. I, I need you to shower me with love. Okay? I'm hurting here.
That's it. That's my plea. Yeah. I'm begging. I'm begging y'all to leave a comment. I'm begging y'all to to like the podcast. To you know, give us five stars. All of that. We need your validation. All of that. We need your validation. Right. Just even for eighty cents a day, you could take care of a small child in Somalia. But um, go ahead, Frank. You were saying. Nobody ever given that child no eighty cents. But that nigga's stomach was full of rice. But that's another conversation for another day. Go ahead, continue. They used to always get that one picture, that one picture with that fly, the fly fly right there under that nigga eyeball. And I used to be like, damn, the nigga's so hungry, he only got the energy to swat away the fly. And I was nine. I was nine and concerned about the young kid. He was older than me. (laughs) I'm concerned about him. Had that plumped white lady squatting over him. Like, you know she eating good. Like, you couldn't break bread with that boy. Fucking Horrible people. Fucking shame. She's probably obese now and shit. She was obese then, but go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> this has been another episode of the Samurai Professionals Podcast. Peace. Peace and love. <laughs>